Hello and welcome back to the VMUD Professional Development Podcast. My name is Matthew Nanez. And I'm Candice Davis. And in today's episode of the podcast, we're talking to Irish Spring, Senior Systems Engineering Manager at VMware. Candice, how would people know Irish? Most of our community knows Irish as a VMUG evangelist. He also recently did a VMUG webcast around VMware certifications. Irish is located in Kansas City. So for those of you who go to our Kansas City UserCon who are involved in the community there, you probably know Irish. Uh, he's been with VMware for 14 years. And if you don't know him, then you need to. And today, that's exactly what we're talking about is VMware certifications. He has some amazing tips of why you should get certified, how you can get certifications for a lot cheaper than you think, and how they can advance your professional development. And before we get into the episode, subscribe to the podcast at Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, please share this podcast with your VMUG group, your work colleagues, and on your social media. Word of mouth helps us out a ton. And now, on to the episode. Enjoy. All right, Candace and I are here with Irish Spring. How are you, Irish? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, so what do you do at VMware? So I, I've been at VMware for 14 years, and I started off kind of doing uh, systems engineering work back in the day when we only had the, the, the vSphere to sell. And, um, and I've gone up through the ranks a little bit. I've I'm, I'm, uh, been a manager for the commercial divisions. Uh, nationwide and currently I'm running all of the software defined data center SEs, specialist SEs for the central division. Nice. And so can you give us a quick history with VMUG? Yeah. So when I started back in the day, uh, the SEs were actually responsible for starting the VMUGs. We got a bonus for how many VMUGs we could spin <laughs> up. So I, I, I'm luck, luck, lucky to uh, be uh, planting the seeds all the way from Oklahoma and Arkansas. Uh, clean up into into the Midwest. Uh, of course, Kansas City is my hometown, and it's my favorite VMUG group. Uh, but uh, we've been doing that for a long time, so that's that's uh, my history with the VMUG. It's it's a it's a really important thing for us because the VMUG is not only a captive audience, but it's a it's a group of people that are interested in us, in our stuff, and our products. So uh, some of the ideas that I would run by the VMUG were like my test cases. I would give them presentations before I would give them to customers mm. so that my VMUG and my VMUG community could help, you know, tell me if it was good or not. Right. So that, that uh, VMUG has been very valuable for me and for VMware. Right, for sure. And so uh, somewhere along the way, your passion for certification must have uh, started brewing. Uh, so when did your passion for VMware certification and professional development begin? Well, professional development is something I've, I've always been uh, kind of an obtainer to. Since I was in the military, uh, being able to grow professionals, we're, we're unique in this space. Uh, uh, technical people aren't led the same way um, and aren't created the same way as other types of individuals. So having, uh, having a, a push for professional development and the ability to, to hone our tradecraft as technical people has always been something that interested me. It started back when I was in the military. But uh, the, the concept of certification and chasing certifications uh, only began when I, when I was a Unix systems administrator back in the day. And back then it was Sun Solaris, and you'd get your Sun Solaris certification. Uh, when I came to VMware, they, they had only one certification <laughs> back then. And 
and we all had to run off and try to get certified for it uh, in, in the in the process. So um, I like certifications because they have uh, the ability to set me aside from everybody else. It takes a lot to get a, a, a reasonable certification, and and it's nice to be able to say, you know, I put my effort into this. So uh, that's why certifications are near and dear to my heart because it, it helps me differentiate myself from the field. Yeah, that's great. So, Irish, for those who may be new to the space, why are VMware certifications so important to maintaining their career? Well, one of the things I think, as, so now I'm a manager and, I, and I'm a hiring manager, and I can tell you one of the things that a certification, when properly badged on a, on a resume, um, does for me is it makes my, it makes my search shorter. Uh, even with my own recruiters on openings that I have now, I'll say, hey, look for someone who's got a VCP uh, DV or look for somebody who's got a VCP NV. Uh, those are uh, VMware certified professional network virtualization and data center. Um, these are, and so it, it kind of helps me as a manager looking for, for folks that uh, shortening my looking for when I'm looking for filling a position. But also it, um, it's really important to be able to hone your skills. So in a world where anybody, it used to be not the case, but these days just about anybody can get their hands on some virtualization. Uh, you see a lot of folks running them at nonprofits or even in their home labs. And so if, if you're going to be able to say, listen, I'm, I'm not just a guy who's running a, a, a lab in my, in my basement. I'm not just a gal who's running this part-time at, a, at, a, at a, a nonprofit that I work with. I'm a, I'm a professional, and, and I, I want to stand out from the crowd as someone who's obtained these certifications, especially with VMware's different levels of certification, you really separate yourself from the pack professionally. Right, and you said something about uh, people in home labs, and I feel like that's a really good segue to uh, VMUG Advantage, right, where there are people who do have uh -huh. you know home labs at home, and they are playing around, testing things out. So... How do you see VMUG Advantage being a great way to be a stepping stone for these VMware certifications? You know, I think that's one of the smartest things that the VMUG as an organization did was to negotiate the VMUG Advantage certification process. Um, it, was, it was a whole different concept of, of certification that VMware certainly hadn't thought about. And the community of VMUG users are the ones that kind of push that to the forefront. And so I, I really am appreciative that VMUG chased that down and, and got VMware to work with it. Awesome. So the advantage, the, well, the advantage program is super important because our training and, and, and certification process is expensive. And unless you have a, a company that has a training budget, which we can talk about <laughs> later, uh, if, unless you have a training budget, unless you have, um, unless you have you know, your own money to go out and get these things done, it's nice to be able to have access to license and the ability to get into doing certifications, lower level certifications, so you keep your skills sharp. It, it, it kind of, um, if you're a go-getter and a self-starter, it shows that you're willing to go after something and, and stick to it. And that's also something that could help with your boss when you're like, listen, I want to go do this expensive training class with a certification attached to it. Uh, and, I, and I've done this in my home lab to make sure that you know you know I'm serious. So I, I think it's a great entry level certification program that shows intent and can begin the process of getting you used to what certification is and the certification training process is through VMware. Right. And earlier I was going through the uh, certifications and some of them are, are quite massive with 
10 modules with 10 labs, right? And seeing that double digit might, you yeah. know, give someone the, the fear of God, you know, <laughs> like, uh, do I have the time to do this? And so in your mind, what's the best strategy to tackle those uh, certifications? Absolutely. So some of them are pretty extensive. VMware has done a pretty good job. We have actually um, uh, four levels of certification, four, four different levels. And they start off with our uh, certified associate. They go to the VMware Certified Professional, the VCAP, which is the VMware Certified Advanced Professional, and then the VCDX, which is kind of like the PhD of, uh, of VMware, which is the VMware Certified Design Expert. And you can kind of think of it as almost a, um, a high school education, an associate's degree, a master's degree, and a PhD. Now, it's, it, obviously, it's not that easy, but um, I think if you look at the 10 labs and 10 tests and 10 courses to get up to your VCDX, that's something that's really just for the ultimate professional. You know, you can compare it to the old Cisco CCIEs. Uh, if you saw someone with two CCIEs, that was something. And, uh, and the VCDX is the same thing. The VCDX is a showstopper. Uh, when someone walks in and says, I'm an architect and I have a VCDX, you're going to put down your pen and listen because they, they have that, they have put so much effort and thousands of dollars into obtaining almost, if you will, a VMware education. Um, and, but it, it's not always that. You know, you can go to get your VCA. In many cases, the VCAs are, 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 are very low cost or free. Um, and then the VCP is kind of the old standard. So I, I think that it's important if you're looking at certification to be a career bolster that you don't look at it and say, well, I've got to get my VCDX or I won't, it's not useful. Mm -hmm. I think that you can, you can throw your weight around at a low level in the VCA space, certainly in the VCP space um, for, for the day-to-day -day VI admin. But if you're going to start looking at the VCAP and the VCDX, you're, you're taking your career in a different direction. There's not a lot of VI admins that are just regular old VI admins doing, doing virtualization work that are walking around with a VCDX. Um, uh, a regular old uh, uh, VI admin who's just kind of doing the, doing the VMware in and out every day might be in the VCP or VCA space. And then if you get into the VCAP and the VCDX, you're looking at more of a, a solutions consultant or a full-on architect. And so you don't have to think about getting your VCDX just to be valid in the market. Right. So let's take a, a quick step back. For someone who's just starting on the path of certifications, which course would you recommend for them to start with? Well, thankfully, <laughs> so VMware has has um, six different areas of focus because we're, as a company, we're, we're really growing and changing. So back in the day, we only had one VCP and it was really focused on the virtualization, the, 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 the grind of virtual architecture and, and VI admin work. Uh, and as we started to grow and take on different groups, we've got data center virtualization, network virtualization, cloud management and automation, which is a really big growing area, digital workspace, business transformation, and uh, desktop and mobility. So if you're just getting started with the certification process, you got to look at where you're at. Um, back in the day, you're just a VI admin, but hey, VCP, that's perfect for you. But now you got to start thinking, what are you doing? If you're a desktop person and you're, you're edging into virtual desktop space, desktop mobility be the perfect thing for you. Uh, data center virtualization, the DCV is still the, is still the old tried and true for the VCP VI admin. 
Um, but since we've separated things into network virtualization, digital workspace, and, and actually business transformation through automation and cloud stuff, uh, you might have to pick a certain specialty to do your certifications in. Right, and uh, so we were talking offline earlier about this, but uh, so I had a friend uh, a few months ago who was talking about he was trying to get certified. He actually failed the test, so he had to get VMUG Advantage in order for him to study up and uh, and finally pass it. And you to you then told me that you failed one, even <laughs> you failed one. Oh, yeah. So can you, so yeah, can you so give us that story and what maybe uh, our audience can learn from what they can learn from that experience? Absolutely. Well, the first thing that you should know is uh, it was many years when I first started at VMware and uh, we only had, you know, we had vMotion was the newest, hottest thing on the planet and uh, vSphere and GSX were still products that we sold often. But um, back in those days, every VMware engineer was supposed to get VCP certified. And I went out, I went out to, uh, I was kind of vain and a little bit arrogant. We had to go to the training class. And so I went to my training class in Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, got back from the training class. And I waited for like a month and a half before I finally was like, well, I better go take the test. And I went to take the test, and I failed it miserably, not even like a little bit. Um, and, and I was shocked. I'm like, I, I install this stuff all day long. I'm, I'm doing POCs every day. But uh, it, it, it was so it was so much more than that. And I didn't realize it when I took the test. So even VMware engineers are failing their tests. Um, and I think it's a bit of an eye-opener because it's certainly different to sell things than it is to implement it. And back then, the test was all about half the questions came from the uh, optional lab book. And uh, when, I, when I, I got a little coaching from my boss and I cracked open that optional lab book, and lo and behold, there was a lot of stuff about VMware and implementing the product that I had skipped over because, well, I'm a VMware expert. So uh, it was, it was eye-opening for sure. Right, so maybe more of the story is uh, don't think you know everything and uh, <laughs> yeah. perhaps study up beforehand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that, that I think is a little surprising for people that don't understand the certification process is the certifications at VMware are controlled by our PSO and education department. So our professional services division, uh, education is a, part, is a part of our professional services division. So this stuff, these questions, the tests, they're written by panelists, panels of SEs, field engineers, and by professional services people. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the tests are written by us, the folks that you work with all the time. And, and, and it's, um, it, there's a level of knowledge that needs to be there to make sure that this is, you know, there's a bit of an elitism when you have a certification. And that has to happen. So we, we have to go through a big process to get that done. And, and uh, I think I took that for granted when I first started because, well, I sold this. I knew all the answers. But there's some pretty tricky stuff down in the, in the nuts and bolts of the product that I became aware of that I didn't know. And back then, I didn't have things like the hands-on labs to be able to get experience on the product. So I literally went home. I had a home lab. I spent um, – I, I redid all of the optional labs and – Re reworked it all and then took the test again and passed it. But man, it was a, it was a wake up call. So Irish in the Spring V Forum online 2019 video, Pat Gelsinger said that accelerating the cloud journey with hybrid cloud, multi cloud, and modern apps are three of the five customer priorities. 
How can someone prepare themselves for that if they're not already? <laughs> well, you'll be working with the rest of us in preparing yourself for that <laughs> because we're all starting to learn it too. But, but really, VMware's changing. And, and I think that um, you know, we, we're still thought of throughout the community as, as the virtualization people, you know, when we virtualize the data center. Uh, it's it's slowly changing as we've done some really amazing acquisitions and we've started to um, kind of steer the ship in, in more of the cloud and um, automated private to public cloud solution. But um, people that are out there first need to take a look at where they're at in their own corporation. Most customers are still using VMware in the data center as a virtualization tool. Some have expanded into... Um, our desktop mobility solutions, and they're they're using um, some of the technologies like AirWatch for for mobility management, for mobile device management. But most of the folks out there are just getting started with network virtualization, automation in their maybe their DevOps play area, um, and the and the kind of the data centers of the future. So as you start to see your business making a turn in that direction, or as you start to want to lead your business in a turn in that direction, you might turn to the education department and some of the certification groups. Because one of the things that will happen is you'll go, you know, you, you can go to your boss and say, hey, listen, I know we're struggling with time to market. And VMware has been really good at you know, helping us with time to market because we can virtualize things and create virtual machines quickly. But I know that we could be automating things for our developers. And, uh, you know, I'd like to talk to you more about that. So that's, that's really great. But the first thing your boss is going to ask you is, how do you know this? <laughs> and you know, who, who have you been talking to? So it might be nice to have the ability to say, listen, I, I've been working on my certification for uh, data center automation in VMware. I'm learning a lot of really interesting things that I think might be valuable for the business. And, uh, and you place yourself then in a leadership position for that change, a change agent for your company. So... Um, as the world turns and VMware continues down the path of taking a, a larger grasp of the cloud mobility market and uh, containers and the data center really starting to fade, um, the, the definition of a data center is a hardened structure that you know has physical assets in it starting to fade and become more abstract. You're, you're going to want to keep up with that technology through the education and certification program. Yeah, and speaking of keeping up, uh, there's a lot of talk in the space right now about Kubernetes. Um, is there any certifications that people can get that, that could prepare them for that? What's the story on that? <laughs> well, that's a great question. I'll tell you, uh, um, like once again, my entire team would be taking that if they could. In the software-defined data center world, the... the um, Kubernetes, the PKS products, and um, some of the some of the the tools that we're using to go to the cloud fall in my team's world, and it's very very difficult to train on Kubernetes. And I'll tell you why: it's moving so fast that if you if you put together, it takes about a year to get a training and certification process put together for VMware, and then we have to market it to you know let people know that we have it, and then get customers using it. So it's uh, it, Kubernetes changes so much, and the relationship that VMware has with Kubernetes is so evolving that by the time we get a training class put together, we've already changed what we're doing with it, or how we're how we're using it. So it's it's a it's a very hard moving target, uh, but I think the Kubernetes space is going to be something that 
we're going to have to work on jointly. Kubernetes is, we, we believe, and VMware's made some serious mm -hmm. bets on Kubernetes, we yeah. believe that containerization of the virtual platform is the next revolution, especially in DevOps. And as DevOps continues to grab onto it, uh, I believe we'll start to see it more in the data center floor space where the where the, the virtual machine and the construct of a virtual machine becomes even further abstracted with the use of containers. So um, if I was a, a VI admin and my DevOps team was pushing for PKS integration or Kubernetes, um, I think what I, would, what I would do instead of trying to learn everything and be an expert on something that is literally in someone else's wheelhouse, I would start reaching across the aisle to the DevOps team and listening to their experts and start finding out what I could do to come along beside them with their expertise. This is difficult for VI admins. We're engineers, right? We want to have, we want to have the answers. Uh, but sometimes the best answer, especially in this evolving role of cloud and container-based topologies, is to reach across the aisle to the experts, the, the developers that are using Kubernetes and containers, and ask them what you can do to help support their needs. Um, instead of just trying to figure it all out for yourself, because it's not something that we're experts at, if that makes sense. The average VI admin's not an expert on Right, things. yeah, it might prove to be a good opportunity to help uh, train that muscle, if you will, for uh, uh, working across the aisles. So, yeah, it might be, it might be good for all Absolutely. of us. Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and if you look at what Pat's talking about, when these data center changes are cranking out, we've done a pretty good job in the VI space when, when, a, when a virtual infrastructure administrator is, is out there working, uh, working in the environment, they've had to coordinate and communicate with networking, storage, um, the line of business, the PMs, the process people. We've done a great job as at, you know, the VMUG team of VI admins have done a phenomenal job at kind of breaking down those walls. And as we look into the Kubernetes futures and the future of uh, cloud mobile applications and cloud mobile topologies, we really have to start thinking about reaching not only to the people that sit maybe in our IT management world, but the people that are in DevOps, maybe even uh, ops finance. And that's a strange place for a VI admin to be. But certifications and surely the training classes will help break down those barriers and, and uh, help embolden us as we move forward. Right. And I think there's also another upside to that is that maybe you can be seen as someone who is willing to uh, be a teammate in that way and be more visible within your company. That's right. And coming from an old, VI, an old Unix admin, I'll tell you, when, when my career really took off is when I was able to reach across the aisle and communicate with the people that I was supporting. There, we, we throw these terms around that, you know, as an admin, those people are my customers. But do we spend any time doing customer success or customer satisfaction? And, and I think the, the people that you see that are being promoted, that are being promoted to architect, that are taking leadership roles in projects, um, that are expanding the VI footprint from just, uh, from the VMware footprint from just being a, a, a consolidation tool, to, uh, to more of a data center footprint and a, and a methodology uh, for deploying and running virtual architecture, those people are the ones that are getting out from their cube and reaching out to the lines of business, maybe the developers and DevOps or the, the people in the, the, that are running the factory floor, 
and they're asking how they can help change the world with the computers that, that they have, which in this case would be virtual. Awesome. So I, so we're nearing the end of our conversation, but before we do, we have a Q&A section, and Candace has a few uh, questions from Twitter awesome. uh, that people wrote in. Yeah, yeah nice. let's dive into it. So the first question comes to us from Twitter, at Mr. Underscore Uptime. He's asking, is there an update to the vSAN specialist badge and the works? If so, what is the ETA? Aha, yes, there is. Um, I don't have specifics on what we're going to be doing to update that badge, but the, the product line has undergone some significant changes. And we're looking at, uh, we're pretty excited about being able to move forward uh, into the, so, so maybe this is a good time to talk about what it takes to do a certification. Because I can tell you the vSAN team is hot on the trails of this new certification that's rolling out. Um, but it takes a lot of time. So what ends up happening is we come, the community, so this is a lot where the vMug could be helpful, is letting us know what they want for certifications. They tell us that they want something. In this case, it was the vSAN badge needed to be updated because the products moved forward considerably since the original badge was put out. And we have to go in to grab the SEs and the PSO and some of the educators that are doing the uh, certification courses. Uh, we have to get the latest version of the product uh, all installed and, and shiny on a, on a system. And then we all have to go in there and mess around and become experts in the product before we can write the test. And when we write the test, we write the test based on um, areas that VMware and education and third-party advisors have said we need to be focusing on these areas to make, you know, to prove you're a good expert, we have to focus on these areas. That way we're not just writing a test that's configuration or a test that's just architecture. It's a nice mixture of both. Uh, and then we have to write the test, and there's actually a, a third-party group that we run the test questions through, and they have to look at the probability of our, of what we call the throwaway question. So the one answer is right and three answers are wrong. But they can't be so wrong that they're obvious, and they can't be so uh, not, not wrong enough so that they cause frustration. So there's a third-party company that goes through all of this. There's a test group that we actually give the test to, and we, we see how many people pass it, and then they give us feedback on the questions. All of this has to go into the certification stuff before we, we present a new certification. So it's very labor-intensive. And, and that's why the, the vSAN one has fallen behind a little bit, but I can tell you that they're working on it. It should be out pretty soon. Right. And, and I think what's cool about that answer is that it, it should give people uh, behind the scenes look at how the sausage is made, so to speak, because there's, uh, right. there's a lot of people that have their hands on it to make sure it's the best that it could be. Right. I mean, these certifications can be expensive. And they, like you said earlier, it could take a considerable amount of personal time to get studied up and to take these tests. And if you're making that kind of investment, you certainly don't want one guy in an office cranking out questions that he thinks is fair. So we make sure that we involve uh, uh, the industry that is involved. There's a huge industry involved in certifications and, and certification standards. We involve those experts in our certifications so that they're the, they really do mean that you're the best. Awesome. So our next question comes from at Papa Dreher. Uh, so how long is each certification good for? Well, that, that has changed a little bit since I started. I think right now the certifications are good for okay. two years before you, have to take, before you have to take the test again, uh, or not, not take the test again, but take supporting stuff. Um, so if you're 
if you're doing a VCP and your VCP is going to expire, you have to take another class or another course in, in the line, like a continuing education, to keep it fresh. And, uh, and the reason we've done that is, for, for instance, with me, with my original VCP, when we had ESX 2.0, I had a VCP logo on my business card for seven years. <laughs> uh, and the product had changed. Virtual Center was invented. We, we had, you know, the basic aspects of cloud were working. We were doing, you know, vMotion, cross-cloud solutions and site recovery management. All this stuff was new, but I was still VCP certified. Um, and they finally decided to put an expiration date, I believe the time is two years, on a certification unless you take some form of continuing education inside that space so that you can stay up to date because so much is changing. Yeah, that's probably for the best <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was for the best for you for sure. Because I, I sure enjoyed not having to recertify for seven years, but man, things had certainly changed by the time I went back. Indeed. So the last question we have for you, Irish, comes from uh, Papa Dreyer as well. Some of the certifications are pricey. What are some good tips to ask your employer to fit the bill? Uh, this is a, my favorite topic ever. So um, these are expensive, expensive certifications. But it's, I would never suggest that someone just go out with their personal checkbook and start writing checks for personal certification. It, there's really no need for it. Uh, one thing to think about is this. If you're in a larger customer, a larger company, you probably have something called an extended license agreement or an enterprise license agreement, an ELA. And every three years or so, your ELA is going to come up due for a new, and re, a new, um, a new discussion. Uh, we call it a renewal process. Now, you talk to your bosses and whoever signs the checks on those uh, ELAs to find out when the next one's coming up. Here's why. Inside of VMware, you can buy PSO credits and have them added to an ELA. There's a set price for a PSO credit, but what a lot of people don't know is those PSO credits can be used for education. So you, your boss might have bought a, PSO, a bundle of PSO credits so that they could install something or maybe have an expert come in and do some training, but your boss could also add in some PSO credits to send somebody to training class for certification. So that's like one of the biggest secret hints out there is when, you're, when your organization is going to write a $500,000 check to do an enterprise license agree, agreement renewal, have them throw in $500,000 and, you know, and $3,000 extra for some training, and you'll be able to take advantage of it that way. Also, many customers never use their PSO credits because they're busy. They, they didn't need to have someone come in and do a custom install because they figured out how to do it on their own. So check with your, your leadership and find out if there's some extra PSO credits that are sitting there that might be ready to expire and your company can get their value out of those by sending you to training courses and certification. And do those classes. credits expire? They do. They do. And, um, and, they, and they expire outside of the circuit of the ELA renewal. So if you bought an ELA renewal and it was three years you know, before the ELA renewal is up, the credits expire sometime in that three years, not always at the same time of the ELA. So you're, you're, you probably have a pile of PSO credits that are going to waste. Many customers buy them as kind of a credit card to have on hand if they need help, uh, and your boss would love to find out that you had a way for them to recognize that the value of that investment. 
Well, that was an expert tip if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> right. Um, so, but here's my question as well. It's like, so, so what if someone's at a smaller company? Uh, what would you suggest for them? Well, for the smaller company, there's a couple of ways that I would recommend it. Some companies, even if they're small, they have tuition reimbursement courses. And tu- tuition reimbursement is, is um, most of the time when you see tuition reimbursement, you're like, oh, I got, that's for college courses. But sometimes it's also for professional certifications. Here at VMware, we have a program where you can, you can take certification courses and have your certification courses reimbursed. One of the things I would suggest is, is talking to the HR department and see if, the, if your company offers a tuition reimbursement program. So a lot of people think tuition reimbursement is just for college. But uh, um, I've seen it even here at VMware. You can take certification courses and get reimbursed. So you do have to put the bill in the beginning, but you might be able to have that reimbursed. And it's certainly something that you can talk about with your boss, uh, because even though three and $4,000 seems like a lot of money to the average VI admin, when your company is running you know, multi-million dollars of, 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 uh, of revenue, it might be something that's easier said than done when you talk to your boss. The one thing that you want to make sure of is when you talk to your boss, about footing the bill for some of this education, make sure you don't go to your boss and say, hey, I, I want to make myself better so that I can get another job <laughs> somewhere else. Um, talk to your boss about the things that you see VMware's technology being able to do to change the way the business is run. We're not just talking about making you know virtual machines virtualer, right? We're talking about being able to go out and change the business and the way we can go do our business um, based, based on the knowledge that you have. So if you maybe tie your education request to a, pro, a process or a business issue that's going on, like maybe your business is looking at going to the cloud, you could say, hey, boss, why don't we put some money into the training budget? I'll go take a class and get certified in uh, VMware automation or cloud uh, data center um, virtualization so that I can be uh, better at the, the transitioning the business to a cloud model. Yeah, and one thing to add as well is that um, I said this before, but also it would help again. If you're a VMUG Advantage member, there are tons of resources there to help you out as far as like studying or even um, discounts on these as well. So if you're if you're a member and maybe you can come to your boss that is like, hey, I can save X amount of money with this certification, that might help a little bit as well. Absolutely, you've got a you've got a preconceived. Um, um, Advantage, when you're an Advantage member, you've got a, a, pre, a pre-decided on discount for your training. And so your boss is going to be like, oh, you got, you got a percentage off of your training? That's fantastic. So make sure that you take those first steps. If you're going to ask your boss for something, show that you're ready to do something for your boss. And maybe it's the fact that you got signed up, became a VMUG Advantage member. Maybe you, you studied already for some of the things for data center transformation. And you did that through your... Through your um, your VMUG Advantage membership, and then you can say to your boss, I've done all this, I'd like to take it to the next level to help you with project A or business issue B, and uh, so, so I'd like you to invest in me so that I can continue to move forward. Awesome. I think that's the name of the game, just investing in yourself and having your bosses invest in you, um, and that's what the certifications are for. It really is, and it, it differentiates you. You know, there's a whole lot of people in your office maybe doing VMware virtualization work, but as you start to look at the different six different categories of, of certification, 
there's certainly an area where you can shine in and you can become the expert. And once you become the expert, you can further polish those skills to be the architect. And the difference between an architect and an expert, an architect is someone that the business goes to to get direction. An expert is somebody that your peers go to to get answers. So don't just limit yourself to being the answer person, being the expert, but grow yourself to be the architect so the business can depend on you. Preach. <laughs> and honestly, I think that's an excellent place to stop. And uh, and we just want to thank you so much for your time, Irish. And uh, this is really enlightening. Um, and, I, and I think um, whoever listens to this will find some nugget of information they can hold on to in their uh, quest for certifications. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on. And I, I look forward to uh, uh, getting any feedback from the from the community about how this. Yeah. Is how can the community find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Irish Rye Spring. That's I R I S H R Y E S P R I N G. All right, hit him up, people, and and throw your questions at him. He's he is happy to help. So thank again, thank you again so much. More than that. Thanks, Irish. Thanks, team. I appreciate it.